What's up, you guys? I'm B. Simone. And I'm Megan Ashley. And welcome to the Know For Sure podcast, where we talk about healing, growing, evolving, and having the tough conversations. Yes, and we also talk about relationships, not just romantic relationships, but platonic relationships. Like the relationship I have with my best friend, Megan Ashley, of 20 years. 20 years, baby. Yes, baby. Do you know for sure? I think I know for sure, but what I do know for sure is after this episode, you're going to know something for sure. What's up, you guys? Did we do her back on the last episode? That doesn't matter. Oh, my gosh. Hey, (laughs) y'all. It's your girl, B. Simone. And I'm Megan Ashley. And welcome back to the Know For Sure podcast, you guys. We are here in L.A. It's not as sunny as it was earlier. We're on our, you know, we bulk shoot. So this is our third episode today. We're knocking mm-hmm. them out. We're getting y'all content, baby. Yeah, because we got to get ready for this live show. Oh, my gosh. So we're trying to knock this, No, out. we got to get ready for this sold-out live show in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. It's, like, so it's sold out, yeah. It did sell out. In but less we going to talk about it? Less than 48 hours, yeah. All right. A thousand people. Yeah. Relax. And y'all, what are we doing at the live show? <laughs> it's like y'all bought tickets and we have no clue what we're doing. It's like it's sold out and we ain't got a show set. <sighs> it's gonna come. Yeah, no, it's yeah, fine. They're sure gonna love gonna it. Mm-hmm. Carl's making the outline right now. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Carl's working it out. Like, actually, Tony, it? are you available on February twenty second? <laughs> like, Tony, what are you doing on Wednesday, twenty second? <laughs> I was gonna ask y'all about that. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. But we are here, we y'all. See him again. Obviously, we guys, you guys, we have a guest today. Yes, and we don't have guests off. I feel like more. I guess now we have a little more, more now. But we, y'all know, y'all love and we love solo episodes. But you also love when we have. Men on those yeah. shows. Yeah, I love when I we have too, men. I like we, to pick their yeah difficult brains perspective. <laughs> <laughs> and we have um, a man on the show that I've been following for a while on social media. So cool. There was one point in time he was following no one but his wife on social media. Oh, I love that. We're gonna get into that. Yeah, that really interesting. Um, but we have Tony Gaskins here. That's it, right? Thank you. Yep. Okay, you I said it. it right. And you are a life coach. Yes, right? that's that's what. They call That's it. That's what they okay. call it. You know, but I what do you call I don't it? like the term. What, what do you define? Know. When someone asks me what I do, I just tell them I'm an author. Oh, wow. Because you have two books. I've written about 20 books. What? Yeah. So why <laughs> do I know? Only, I mean, why do you have two books? Two? <laughs> I have an issue with promoting myself. Wow. Okay. So okay. I've been an author since I was 22. Wow. I'm 38 now. Okay. But I kind of do it, and then I don't promote it. Okay. So I asked you off camera, I'm like, what is the difference between a life coach and a therapist? Because I feel like they're like a lot, you the know. Right, the, right. But are they the same or are yeah. they different? No, they're totally different because a therapist is highly trained okay. in most cases, and they get certified by the state, and they have to, you know, keep up with that certification. Mm. Okay, okay, Whereas okay. a life coach is more so what you would call mother wit mm, like okay self-taught mm. is your pain like from from wisdom and what you've been through wow right. wow your mess becomes your message okay so it's a little different so and then with life coaching we go we can go deeper in the sense of if your story says to me you should write a book i can do your outline mm. be your ghostwriter. Mm help you publish it. Whereas when I asked my friend who's a therapist, can he do that? He was like, no, no, I audited. Got you, got so you, got it's you. it's a little different. Mm. Where are you from? I am raised in Polk County, Florida, but my grandmother, 
is from Alabama. Carl, so. I, I hear the Alabama. I'm like, what country town? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> and see, I'm self-conscious about that because I, it's nice. I'm so little country twang. I'm so okay, country. Yeah, but doing TV and stuff like that. You know, it's they, okay. they want you to talk proper sometimes. No, so, that, like, that you makes you proper, you. But yeah, that, but you hear that underlying accent. like, I'm like, what? Cornfield was you on it. <laughs> what see, horse was see, you riding? Your see, it's people like you that make it worse. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. So. But I, no, I'm from Texas. So people be like, oh, you got horses and cows. I'm like, right, I was right. in the hood. It gets bad, though. Sometimes online, people will come on my page and be like, like on YouTube, oh, he sounds stupid. No, sound wow. Like, yeah, you really get boxed in wow. for having an accent. An accent. You get boxed That's in. That's interesting, though. That's interesting because yeah. I didn't take it as a negative. I'm like, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. I think it's a nice accent. I guess I'm kind of used to it because my family, like a lot of my family is from Mississippi. So they don't have, it's a different accent kind of yeah, right. but yeah. you know what i mean right. i'm just like it sounds like home to me yeah like it right. sounds like family yeah. it sounds like yeah. what i'm used to when i hear country accent i'm like what's your story and you know what <laughs> no like you got some what's in there let me hear with a country or accent yeah like a strong yeah you'd be like you got manners you know how to open a door <laughs> it's like your grandma would probably raise you real good or you know like you got a good you know yeah upbringing. upbringing it's crazy when i go to like new york and i say yes ma'am they're like wild you from the south mm. wow. Like, wow yeah they don't say yes ma'am yeah in, in the big city yeah because mm. yeah. so, we were raised with manners for sure i'm not nice. somebody raised you somebody raised you there's a bunch of people unraised and that should be normal because I held to, the door for three men at a gas station the other day. You can't get over it. Wow. I can't, and it wasn't the other day. It, it was months it was ago. Months and I keep ago. talking wow. about it. And I feel like it was months ago. It literally was months, literally ago. Was wow. months ago. I and hate she it. She says the other day every time she tells the Every story. time I tell the story, I'm like, yesterday, these <laughs> niggas. <laughs> but that's wild. I literally held the door and three men walked through the door. What do you think is the difference? Like, why do you think that there's such a, like, a, oh, I'm sorry, my mic again. Why do you think it's such a difference with, like, men in the south and just other like you can like women know like oh you from you, new york oh you, you from a, LA. get you a southern get man you a southern... or a nigerian or something <laughs> yeah. well, or the bad, african <laughs> the bad thing is is it comes from slavery mm. so you know in the south you have slaves yes so ma'am no. it's, mm. it's yes it's sir embedded in, yeah. rise yes sir no sir wow i remember when i went to jamaica my wife wow. is jamaican and we were in Jamaica, and the guy, the driver, he said something. I said, yes, sir. And he said, no, we don't say sir here. It's yeah, man. And I was like, and I called my dad, and I was like, hey, I need to stop saying yes, sir, because some people are offended by that. Mm -hmm. And he was like, son, that's we said that in the military. That's how mm -hmm. I was raised. It's yes, sir, no, sir. But mm -hmm. it has opened a lot of doors for me. Wow. And it opened doors for my kids. Like I got we have two boys. One is 15 and every person they meet say your kids are the most polite, polite kids I've yeah. ever met. And That's so that upbringing. it brings favor. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and we kind of need that in this day and age because yeah. as you see men getting wild today. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we that's so that, about that earlier. So that kind of brings me to how you kind of got start started in, in your notoriety and almost a million followers on Instagram. You have become a life coach to celebrities, right? Mm -hmm. To athletes and different people like that. So how did that even begin? Like, yeah. what did that even, how did that even start? Yeah. I was kind of like a, I guess you'll say the prodigal son. Mm. What's that mean? Meaning I went astray. Okay. 
So I was raised in the church from the age of six. And then after, when I turned 18, I went to college to play football. Mm -hmm. And that first year, they ask you to red shirt. And so that means you practice, but you don't play. So my cousins, a lot of them sold drugs. So I'm up in West Virginia. I was like, man, I need to make some money. Mm -hmm. And I started selling weed. So I was selling weed out the dorm room. Then you got caught. I had I, I didn't get caught. Oh. <laughs> you got I caught. Some, uh, I had some other homeboys that they used to steal from stores. Mm -hmm. So I started stealing from me a store here and there. And the thing was is the way you do it is you put the clothes on your shoulder like you going to pay for it. Oh, so you about to tell all these niggas how to steal. And then you run out the door. <laughs> He's, like, <laughs> He's like, and then you run. He's like, and then you, you run. Can't, you can't do it no more because it started happening so much. They, you know, when you go to certain stores, they have like the lock on the shirts. Mm. It's like a rope. Like if you I go into it. the Oh, store, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. the thing back then in Florida was still in jerseys. It mm. was back when mm. the basketball jerseys, you know, Fabulous, the rapper. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That was big. So... That was a thing. So here I was selling drugs, stealing, and just acting out, just mm -hmm. acting out. And then three years into my football scholarship, I got kicked off. And I went home. I tried to work. Dang. It was just too hard, too boring. Mm. I went full-time in the streets. And I was full-time in the streets. And then I met my wife. And that's when I had to find something else. Ooh, how y'all meet? You met her in the streets? She's like, ooh, look at that thug. No, no. She, oh, she okay. was working in the mall. She was working in the okay, mall okay, selling okay. jewelry. Okay. And she was a biomedical science major. She was on the track team. And I just, I was looking for like a one-night stand. Mm. And so she wasn't what I would necessarily pick yeah. as, as my wife. Because I'm, I'm in the South, so my wife, she kind of lighter complected. And I was on this thing of, I was kind of looking for a woman about your color, mm -hmm. about my color, because it's colorism. Mm. And my wife, she's black, Jamaican, and Indian Jamaican. So she's lighter. Mm. Okay. But not, okay. My mom is her color, though, okay. ironically. Okay. Mm. But when we sat down and talked, we talked for six hours. The first time, the, the first, first conversation. Time. Wow. And I realized when I got up, that was my wife. Wow. So, How old so are you? So men really know. They know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Factors delicious, ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition pack add-ons to help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done all the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved and nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals a week. Plus, you can pause and reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. 
Head to factormeals.com slash totality50 and use code totality50 and get 50% off. That's code totality50 at factormeals.com slash totality50 to get 50% off. All right, guys, back to the show. All right, guys, before we continue on with this episode, just a quick announcement. Black representation in media is super important to our community as it promotes diversity, challenges stereotypes, and allows for more authentic storytelling. It helps foster a sense of belonging and can positively impact societal perceptions and breaking down biases. Tabitha Brown, Ava DuVernay, Viola Davis, Issa Rae, all have made significant contributions to film, television, and media, paving the way for more diversity and inclusion. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories and Black truths. I recently listened to an episode titled The Civil Rights Generation. The show gives a deeper look into the stories beyond the history book providing first-hand accounts of what happened from the people who actually lived it. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR's Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices that are varied, nuanced, and Black. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, guys, back to the show. They know. So y'all be know. acting like y'all don't know, but y'all know. Right, okay. right. You know, you got you have a feeling. So y'all know like instantly or is it like after the first date? It's not instant. Or it, even if you don't know, this is my wife, you know she's different. Right. Like I want to explore this feeling. It takes time to compare a little bit like compare and contrast so what i realize about her is okay she she loves the lord she's not arguing with me okay so she's comfortable in her conversation mm -hmm. skills like i probably didn't say everything she agreed with but she didn't debate with me got you so it let me know that she can talk she's confident right and she was a great conversationalist mm -hmm. and so she also ambitious biomedical science major in school she wanted to be a doctor so for me it kind of just checked off everything so cool and it was kind of unfair to her because i was still like a grown boy and so I, so I was looking at her kind of like man i could be a stay-at-home dad because <laughs> i could get out these streets and she gonna be a doctor oh she gonna be a my good mom. god she gonna be a good wife. i'll be at the crib right. chilling watching the game right but oh my goodness god had other plans and yeah. so I was 21 when I met her. She kicked me to the curb two months in. Cause Why? I was, what I you was do? Toxic. I was mm. toxic, controlling. Okay. okay. You know, I come from that. Well, hey, where you at? Mm. You at the mall? Mm. Who you with? Mm. That type of thing. And she was like, nah, bro. We ain't doing that. That ain't going to work. Yeah. Mm. So she kicked me to the curb. But six months later, we bumped back into each other. 
And then a few months after that, she got pregnant. And then a few months later, we got married. Wow. So it, it went, you know, rather fast. 21 when I met her, almost 22. And then we got married a few weeks after I turned 23. Wow. So I've been married since 23. Jesus. March, Speaking of March married, of May, 16 years. 16 years. March of May, 16 years. I'm going to meet my husband this year. I know it. <laughs> I believe you will. But... <laughs> This the thing. Like, yeah. This, this, Child. He said, I believe it. You will. But, but here's the thing. It's good and bad, though. I know. Because okay, so time, tell me, tell a me. A lot of times, men wait till you build your brand to a certain level. And that's the unfortunate thing. Mm. That's the unfortunate thing with women today who are go-getters. A lot of times, you get a man that you wouldn't otherwise have really clicked with if you weren't who you are. Mm. What, what 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 in what capacity? You mean like in the sense of money and notoriety and like meaning he probably would have liked you and said, "Oh, she pretty," but he wouldn't have been with you. But when you add notoriety and a trajectory, mm -hmm. now it's like, mm -hmm. "Oh, I could kind of ride her coattail like mm -hmm. a manager." Mm -hmm. So how do you how is a woman supposed to know the difference between Because I feel like it's the opposite. The more successful I got, the less people be hollering. <laughs> well, they're not going to holler at you, but they're watching you. It's just about being in position and being in the right place and right time. But also, too, you're still being watched. Mm. So it's well, who, still... Who watching? Say something. <laughs> it's a little more... <laughs> hey, be careful what you ask for. Be careful. There it comes. Say something, y'all. So what's dang. the difference between a man that... How do you know when it's, like, genuine? Yeah. For a man... Like, for a woman... How do you know when it's genuine? When he, like he's genuinely into you, not your what looks you can do, or what you can bring, or, yeah, yeah. Right. your status. Yeah. You have to ask yourself: Is this the man who would have dated me in the eighth grade? Mm. And that's what a lot of times we don't I'm like, do. Eighth grade. I'm like, so our our sixth grade, eighth grade, tenth grade self. Mm -hmm. That's us in our purest form. Wow. That's us before the world has changed us and tainted us and before we grow into ourselves. Wow. wow. Okay. So it's like, who would have been with me at that point? Mm. And that's why. Okay. That's why I would never leave my wife because when I met her, I had nothing in my name other than a driver's license. Wow. Mm. And so I'm like, she likes me for me. Yeah. Not for... Anything who I else. grew into. Yeah. Is that most valuable to a man? No, ironically. Today, men are okay buying a woman. Mm, Jesus. Men, men are okay having a woman who only want them for money. Yeah. Why? Because you but see a lot of ugly men with beautiful women. Ugly. For sure. And it's who like, ugly? now you know, and it's kind of like, come on now, it's bro. Like, you that know just, that, that woman that is, is not attracted to you. Ooh. Ooh, you it's know right. she ain't attracted to you. Right. It's something with your eye. But, Ooh, your cock eye. I, I, I can't put my finger on it, but it's, <laughs> it's something it's with that, that, that back, that back of that neck. That, <laughs> but he make it? millions. And Ooh. so it's like, it's kind of like guys. But men don't, they, do they not feel an emptiness in them when they know that girl is just a trophy? She's just with them for mm -hmm. money. She's just with them for status. And, okay, we're going to play this, this role or whatever. Do they not... Does that not make them feel not whole? Do they not feel 
They do. That's okay. why. Okay. That's why that type of man always cheats. Oh my That's why God. we always hear Jesus. about them. That's why we always hear about <laughs> Car- them cheating. <laughs> Carla said, <laughs> now run that back. Again. But when you think about Ooh, it and you go down the list, so that makes sense. so much sense. Because Lord, he, have because mercy. he knows she is with him because if of who he is. If I didn't have is. all this stuff, you wouldn't be with right. me. Right. So he doesn't want to be so faithful to her. So it's not genuine anyway. It's not genuine. Anyway. Because you so ain't here for pure reasons anyway. Exactly. Wow. He's giving her what she asked for. That so makes what so happens when you are pure and get cheated on anyway? <laughs> well, see, the thing is... Because I actually like your ugly ass. Right, you just happen to be ugly, and I fell and in I, love with you, and I, now you cute I, now to I me. I like you. But with your patch see, on your eye. Patches? Hard ass. But the thing you. is, but the thing is, is if you Fuck. give him a chance before he has money, then that's the difference. Mm. But... They don't be knowing if right, you're really there for... because we have very low self-esteem. Okay. Like... 70. Is that a men thing? A yes. man thing? Or yeah. a black men thing? Yes, men okay. have very low self-esteem okay. in the sense of we just don't think of ourselves that highly mm, because mm-hmm. we live with ourselves yep. and we're around other men. Yep. So mm. a, a real man is very humble in the sense of he doesn't think he's all of that. Mm. And so we already are Ooh, under the ground good. and then the world beats you up more mm. And that's why we equate our self-worth to our net worth. Mm. Mm -hmm. And the less you have, the less you feel, the more you have. That's when you see guys get money. They all of a sudden have this confidence. Yeah. They're switching up. Right. It's like, why are you so direct now? But your ugly ass. You want to go buy that Louis (laughs) Gucci suit and you think you... I don't know. It's like, oh. but that, but I've seen men that are not that attractive, exactly like that. But they have a lot of money, Ooh. and now it's like, oh, they didn't got their teeth done. That's all they, they flash. It's like, look, I'm on this vacation. Da, 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 da. But I'm like, it's look at me, look at me. But it's like, well, yeah, cover your face too. <laughs> all that look right. at me, look at me. You need right. a facial. <laughs> now, see, this is the thing though. As I'm analyzing men. One of the things that I always get in trouble for is people always say, well, who are you? Mm. And, and who gave you the authority? Mm. So if and somebody asked you who you were, what would you say outside of your occupation, your finances and what you do? If, if they ask me, what do I do? I say, I'm an author. Mm. I say, I'm an author. Then I'll say, I'm a life coach because they mm. know of that. But I'm saying outside of that. And a like, speaker. The deeper question of who are you? I'm like a how, servant. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm doing something that I don't want to do. Okay. Ooh. Like, I, no man wakes up and wants to give away the game. Wow. Wow. No man. I'm doing wow. something I, I don't, don't want, want to do. do. And that's and that how you know it's God. And that's how you know and I have to do it. Because I don't want to do it. <laughs> I have to do it. I have to do it. Mm. I've tried to stop, but it's so many toxic voices in the space. Yep. And it's so many guys yep. lying. Yep. yep. That it yep. forces me I to keep talking. Name. I ain't going to say it. It no. forces me to keep talking. <laughs> yep. And, but I was a womanizer. And so mm. for me. So you know it, both ends. Right. You know both lives. Exactly. I feel like that a lot of times. And see, the thing about it is, is. What we call a lame, what we call a square, like they call me that now because of how I live. They call me a simp now. Mm-hmm. But before I changed my life, I was that guy mm-hmm. in the sense of mm-hmm. you're a football player. Mm-hmm. You OK looking. Mm-hmm. You got muscles. You got abs. Mm-hmm. You got a car. Mm-hmm. You got phones. You got mm-hmm. everything that mm-hmm. you need. And so 
I was sleeping with so many women Jesus. as a broke man. Jesus. Because of when you broke and you in college, your money is, are you an athlete? Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you have a car? Do are you, you popular? Are you a decent family? Yep. Are you popular? So my freshman year of college, I went to a school that had 1,600 students. And I slept with 14 women in the first semester. Jesus. And then 14 women in the second semester. Tony. And then nine women over the summer break. Lord have mercy. Get them spirits off you. I was moving. (laughs) But but here's the thing. Where I'm from and who I was around, that was common. Yep. I was on on the low end. That's common, common. I was on the low end. Not especially as an athlete. As a a college athlete. Right. Yeah. I was on the low end. Wow. I was on the low end because I had, quote unquote, standards wow. <laughs> as many, wow and that's why wow I, that's why i do what i do because women are so uh gullible mm-hmm, mm-hmm. vulnerable and just do not understand men <laughs> at all mm. so when i hit 21 and i started writing my book it was called what daddy never told his little girl oh i need and that I wrote it. Did at, you bring us one? You didn't even you bring a book. I, I told myself 10 times, bring y'all a book. But I'm just not used to promoting myself. Why? Why? That's I, what I, you do. I just. You know, it, instead of thinking of it as promoting yourself, you need to think of it as walking in your purpose because that is healing for people yeah. and people need that. Yeah. Right, right. Or promoting the truth. Promoting, like the, promoting truth, the truth. Doing hey, God's work. Listen, though. Yeah. Listen. It sound good. I know, no, but I'm sure. saying but cha- try to no, change. I like, hard. I don't want to promote myself and talk about, about myself. Times. But I, I'll have to. I'll meet y'all in line. I need that. Yeah, with that title yeah. what was it but, but now that <laughs> one daddy never told his daughter yes that was my first one and honestly i've tried to take it out of print and a lady just emailed me yesterday she tried to buy it and they sent her some like science fiction book because i tried to take it out of print because it was just too real and too raw because i was just coming out of the streets i didn't have you a filter yeah i just yeah. gave the game yep. and the reason why i gave the game because i saw the women closest to me the women i loved Hurting. the most they were falling Gullible. for eighth grade games. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm like, this is crazy. And I'm like, I was that guy who was able to play the game at a high level. So let me give the game with the hopes that y'all will stop being cheated on and beat on and mm. going through toxic, mm. vicious cycles. Really quick before we move on, we want to share something super special with you guys. The inspiration from others drives us forward. Their resilience pushes us to excel and their path navigates the way towards freedom. Ford is proud to celebrate Black history, not just this month, but all year round. They're committed to being the fuel for change, supporting Ford Fund programs centered around economic, educational, and empowerment opportunities for our communities to continue creating the future. Learn more at FordFund.org. Built Ford Proud. And that's why I started doing it, and I did it before anybody. Mm. And now they'll call me such and such 2.0. Because because like, a lot of guys clout chase. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You'll see you'll see the fake relationship coaches in the comments on the blogs. Yep. Blog posts yep. every day. Yep. Yep. Making a post to get thousands of likes. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. never see you ain't never seen me in there. Yeah. You ain't never seen my comment on a blog site on mm-hmm. a gossip page Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't clout chase, but they'll clout chase and they'll run their numbers up. But be cheating on their wife. Ooh, Jesus. Or not have a woman. 
talking about love and relationships Lord for have a living. Mercy. And so it just kind of, it put a bad taste in my mouth. And that's what makes it hard for me to do what I do. Because you don't want to get boxed in with everybody else. And I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, and that's one of your quotes, right? Don't box me in until mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going in, in the ground. Until I'm going in the ground. Do you? Oh, I'm sorry. No, I just, just because yeah. it, yep. when you box somebody in, yep. you get so misrepresent, misrepresented in your craft. Yeah. Like, I'm yep. not only this i'm not only this or i'm not like that nigga yeah like right. i genuinely want to do this i for genuinely the love care of, you know giving people games so that they can have healthy relationships and that's what our platform is about yep. it's about healthy relationships yep. not just romantic ones but platonic ones but you know who wants to get boxed in with people who just yep. fake it it's like yep. those people who are um uh, like fitness trainers, but they got their body, body done. done. Yep. But now they're fitness trainers. Yep. It's like, yep. That's right. not helping me at all. Right. Because I, I can never have that, that without went through it. Yep. Right. Yep. You know? That went through so, the truth for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Do you believe every man cheats? Every man is capable of mm-hmm. cheating, and because every... and I say that because I don't believe that, but I know a lot of women. Tr- Every man's gonna cheat. Every that I think that's one reason why they do settle. Mm. Because I'd rather do this than than you know he's he's cheating, but I got this. Right. Or mm-hmm. I'd rather deal with cheating because I'm gonna have to deal with something. Or you know, like right. every man cheats. So oh well, like he's cheating, but I don't I don't believe that. But I want you said every man is capable. I want you to explain and go into depth because there's women out there listening that truly believe every man cheats. So I'm gonna just take it and he got money, he could cheat on me. Right. And that's a lie because every man is capable of cheating, meaning that every man may desire Mm -hmm. a different woman Mm -hmm. after he has settled down with one woman. Yeah. But when a man taps into his purpose, meaning if he has children, if he gets a dream job and that job comes with, hey, you have to have integrity in this position. If that comes into his life, then he's able to to transition from being what he thought a man should be because we are taught. And when we're raised, the more women you have, the more of a man you are. Lord have mercy. So I was a cheater my entire life until I met my wife. Wow. And for the first two years of marriage, I still was open to cheating. Wow. I still was like, wow, oh, this is normal. Like I still was thinking about if I meet the right person that I could cheat with, I'll cheat. Wow. But, it was it wasn't until How I tapped into my purpose. Okay. Okay. When you tap into your purpose, now you're responsible for something. Mm. Now you have something. And I tell people all the time, if I was just if I was a, a garbage man and I didn't see my children as my purpose, I probably would be a cheater. Mm. And to be honest with you, in my life, I never really meet faithful men until they tap into purpose, Mm. meaning they have a job that they have to be responsible for. Like I know a lot of coaches, like sports coaches who are faithful to their woman because they have these young men looking up to them. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of individuals with certain titles. Like we look at a Barack Obama, we seen Bill Clinton and it's like, here you are as the president Mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. the United States. Mm -hmm. And they saying, you getting that sloppy topic from mm-hmm, this other mm-hmm, woman mm-hmm. as the president. Jesus. Then we see it. We see it with principals. We mm-hmm. see it with police officers. They say a woman loves a man in a uniform. Yep. So the question is, what will 
make a man be faithful. Mm. And it's it's hard. It's hard. So when those women say that, I, I understand their frustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their I understand it. Yeah. It, it, but it's not it's not true. It's just a man has to be at a place in his life where he says this is it's bigger more important than, than this. that. Right. Yeah. And that always doesn't come with a certain level. That's not always a level of success because I'm sure you've Correct. had men that you were, you know, life coaches to who are very successful but haven't tapped into their purpose, which is two separate things. Yeah. And I think for us as women, we have to be mindful of a man that's successful and a man that taps into his purpose. Right. Because those are two separate things. Two total different things. Because you can be successful and not be purposeful and Mm. be a cheater. And that is what you just said is one of the most profound things that we don't understand. And that's why I say let a man's character be his currency, mm. meaning allow his character to tell you how much he is worth. Mm. Because there like are a high value man, not based off of his net worth, but his character. His character. Because there are a lot of rich men who are broke, and there are a lot of broke men who are rich. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what a lot of people don't understand is that no amount of money can buy character. Mm-hmm. But when you have character, you will eventually earn any amount of money. Mm-hmm. So before I had character, I was earning $20,000 a year working 40 hours a week. Now I earn millions of dollars working seven hours a week mm, because when oh, you have right. character, She's like, seven now hours I work, make millions of dollars kicking it with my wife. <laughs> Honestly, my family has a running joke that I don't work. Wow. Like my eight year old, my son said, Hey, you going to be famous. He was like, yeah. And he was like, how you going to be famous? Like daddy, do, do YouTube. <laughs> he said, I'm going to do YouTube and uh, coach clients. Yeah. But and my wife, she teased me all the time, like you don't work. Yeah. Like, you don't. But it's because of the level of focus and the work you did at that the beginning. It takes yep. To be faithful. Yep. When you eliminate the energy that you expend playing Lord your woman, have mercy. manipulating Lord your have woman, mercy. Come on. And you channel that into your gifts. And your Ooh. purpose. And your all purpose. that energy wasted. All that right. maneuvering. Right. All, the, all that all dodging that. and lying oh and texting and, and, and passcodes and, and I was asleep and all that. Right. And you could have been putting that into your, purpose. into your bank account and your purpose. I'll oh be honest goodness. with you. I'll be honest with you. Lord any have man, mercy. Any man Lord. who is lying or cheating can literally be 1,000 times worth what he is if he became faithful. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Guarantee it. I don't know if y'all are taking notes. This is deep. Do y'all understand what he's saying? If you are that good at lying and cheating, imagine if you put that energy into what you're supposed to be doing. I'm telling you. That's how it works. That's crazy. Because you you think that it got to be this separate thing. Like, it's a different type of energy or if it's a different type of thing. Like, you have Mm -hmm. the ability and the gifts to do what you're supposed to do. You pick and you make a choice. It is a Mm -hmm. choice. If you can go and connive and manipulate and sneak and orchestrate all this shit, 
Mm-hmm. You're an entrepreneur, nigga. You're a fucking right. entrepreneur. Make a business plan. You really are. Make a business plan, really motherfucker. Your smart ass. Right. Napoleon Hill calls it. Jesus. Napoleon Hill calls it <laughs> sexual transmutation or sex transmutation. And in this, what he's talking about is that some of the most successful men in Lord. the country have a beautiful assistant who they see every day and they feel sexual energy, but they're not sleeping with her, but they channel that energy Ooh. into their business. Wow. And That's so level he calls it sexual, yep. tra- sex transmutation. And so I hadn't heard of it, but I had already experienced it. Mm. So when I heard of it, his book, Think and Grow Rich, I was listening to the audio book and I'm like, wow, he just explained what wow, I have wow, lived. Wow. So I know it's mm. true because as a man, Yes, your hormones are raging and yes, you want to have sex all the time yeah. and you want to every single day, three times a day. Mm-hmm. When I was a broke I'm man. Like, yep. Yeah. And so Am I it, a man? Yeah. <laughs> it gets kidding. like that. But then when you channel it, it's like here I am with no college degree and over 50 streams of income, mm-hmm. meaning assets. Mm-hmm. Me writing 20 books, mm. me having 58 online courses, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. those each one of those is a digital asset mm-hmm. that's like owning a house. Mm-hmm. Wow. Me having over a thousand YouTube videos teaching, each one of those earns money. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I have the time and the energy to do it because I'm only focused on my family and my purpose. Wow, mm. that's beautiful. And that's what I'm trying to get guys to understand that this isn't a, a simp life. It's like, a real life. Send me a simp. I don't care if it's a simp <laughs> life, a corny nigga. A, I don't even want to say nigga no more. A man, cornball loser. DM me, cornball. Cornball <laughs> number two, cornball number three. All y'all, simps, whatever you want to call it. I For want sure. one of them. 100%. Jesus. No, no more cool niggas talk to me. None. I'm sick of y'all cool I'm sick of it. That's funny. I, so what would be, because I asked this question to Spicy when she was on. Oh, relationship coach. Um, the relationship coach, Spicy. Um, well, whose responsibility? Is she married? Huh? She, is. she is married. She married. Okay. She is married. She yes. believes in the family structure. Masculine husband. Yes. Yes. She believes in masculine she, and feminine energy in the home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her her purpose and her calling is to help you find your purpose mate and restore the family unit. Family and having unit. masculine and feminine energy in the home. Mm-hmm. So I asked her where we are now and the knowledge that we have, right, with men and women, whatever. At this point, whose responsibility is it on to start to reverse some of the trauma? Trauma and cycles the system. Yep that we have with men and women, especially in the black community, how do, like, whose response, is it on women to just stop accepting this shit? Is it on men to just step up and, you know what I mean? Like, how do we reverse what we've been conditioned to, to accept is okay. nowadays? Mm-hmm. As a man, I always feel like if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Mm-hmm. And wow. I feel like wow. if we want to be the head of the household, yep. if we want to be the leader then we need to lead in love, meaning that we need to sacrifice and we need to walk in love and we need to exemplify the level that we want our woman and our children to see. Mm -hmm. But we live in a society today where men are waiting on women to change and for women to, quote unquote, lead the movement of, hey, you submit to me, you give me what I want. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, a woman 
still should look at herself and say, well, I'm going to be the change for myself and I'm not going to accept this. And it's kind of, it takes us both doing our part. But here's the thing. If you notice any post you see online, if it's speaking to the woman, all the women in the comments say, what about the men? Mm-hmm. If it's speaking to the man, mm-hmm. all the men in the comments say, what it's about like, well, the women? Well, that's not mm-hmm. what this post is about. <laughs> and, it's about the women. Take, take accountability. accountability. That's why we can't move forward because oh, everybody is pointing uh-huh. the blame mm-hmm. and passing the buck. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to look in the mirror and say, let me change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I can honestly say as a man, when I changed, everything changed. Yeah. Wow. When I changed my ways, then everything Everything changed. My yeah. relationship literally is perfect unless I'm imperfect. Mm. The only time me and my wife mm, will get mm, into mm. something is if I'm in a mood. Mm. If I'm just not feeling good and I get an attitude. Mm. But other than that, a woman is a receiver. <laughs> so and a reflection of what she's Your behaving. body receives. Yes. A woman is a receiver. Yep. Right. And yep. so my- <laughs> like we are a receiver. Yeah. Buddy, buddy so, old pal, so you so means- frustrated with me <laughs> and it's your ass. Yeah. Honestly, what it means oh is that <laughs> you receive Jesus. a woman receives and reciprocates. Mm-hmm. So she's only going to be at the level in her home based on the level her man is at. Jesus. So when you see a woman happy and glowing, it's because her man is in the right space. Mm. And then when a woman is just kind of barely getting by, it's because he's in the wrong space. Wow. So when we change Now, as is this men, marriage or is this just in a relationship? This in a relationship, okay, period. Okay, okay. And it, and it starts there in the relationship before marriage. Mm-hmm. But we're in a different type of world today where men are very feminine. Even, <laughs> even so-called alpha <laughs> males. So-called alpha males, you know, they want to wear they they want to have their back out, they want to have their chest out. It's like they, booty shorts. They I'm have sick of it. Booty, <laughs> booty shorts. They want to have more legs showing than a woman, Ooh. more skin showing than a woman. Ooh. They want the woman to shoot her shot. Ooh. They want the woman to, you know, pay the bill. We living in a society mm, Lord of, have mercy. It's a, it's what, really, what is happening? It's spiritual what, what is warfare. This? Okay, thank you. That's all it okay, is. Okay, okay. It's spiritual I'm warfare. I'm like, I need, what, 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 what's going on? That's all it is. It's crazy. It's spiritual it's warfare. Spir- it's, it's, spiritual it's because, warfare. I mean, the Bible talks about that. It ain't about flesh and blood. It's about spiritual and principalities. principalities. Like we are fighting things that every second of every we don't even see, see in person. Like, we are fighting shit all the time. And I think we we get so caught up in what we're fighting and think that we're fighting each other and yep. it's not each yep. other. It's like not. we, st- we get so mad at each other yep. and yep. it's like, it's not even it's not that. that it's Mm-mm. other. It's a spiritual thing. Like right. you said, yep. like that is literally what it is. It's, it's not, on both sides though. Yeah. yeah. Because it's a lot of women who are becoming very masculine today. Oh, for sure. And it's a lot sure. of women. I battle with that sometime as are trying yeah. to, to lead yep. the man. And yep. it's a lot of women yep. who emasculate a man. Yep. And so there's this thing to where I said the other day, I had to turn off the comments, but I said, um, (laughs) a smoking woman ain't cute. And I was just saying like, you know, ain't cute in the sense of not bashing, but just a colloquial phrase Mm -hmm. like that ain't cute. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot of y'all ladies now 
y'all smoking. Mm-hmm. But the smoking. Are we talking about cigarettes or weed? Um, just smoking in general mm-hmm. because or hookah. And, and <laughs> yeah, just smoking in general. I need to know what ain't cute about it. <laughs> I said that. Well, it's not, I said it's not ladylike, and I a agree. lot of ladies okay, got okay. upset mm-hmm. that, that I can said be a fact, ladylike yeah. as if there's not supposed to be a man like and a ladylike, mm-hmm. which is fine. But mm-hmm. we have, and, mm-hmm. and the reason why I said that is because a lot of times. A lot of women who smoke smoke from their brother, their boyfriend, their husband. Mm-hmm. They were introduced to it by their homeboys. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I said that, because I had just done a message to the men saying, y'all need to get y'all life together. Stop promoting all this weed like it's cool. Mm-hmm. Because I used to sell it. And I've never seen anybody stay the same. Because it is a drug. Mm-hmm. And it is ruining lives in the sense of I work with college athletes and some of them can't play because they smoke. Mm. Do you believe it's because of that they have an addictive personality or like recreational or medicinal? What do you what do you believe with that aspect of it? Well, it's a gateway in the sense of anything we do is a gateway. Okay. Like you can if have, you don't you can have one alcoholic beverage a week. Right. But then when stress hits you, then it could turn into two and okay. then it's going to turn into three. Okay. And then the next thing you know, it's a daily thing. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with me with like red wine. I did, I hated the taste. Then I tasted it. Then I associated it with a stress reliever. Next thing you know, I was having a glass of wine every night. Mm-hmm. But my mind was telling me this is a stress reliever. Mm-hmm. And so we are living in a society to where we're becoming so addicted to things, whether to it's alcohol, porn, marijuana Mm -hmm. we are running from our pain and our problems and diving into some form of medication Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what it's doing is it's breaking us down mentally emotionally spiritually and then it's corroding our relationships Mm -hmm. because anything you give your body or your mind over to and it has the power to control you it it determines your level Mm -hmm. then you no longer have agency over your life. Mm. I think that that, I Mm. think that the idea of that is in more things outside of drugs and alcohol. I feel like people are addicted to social media. Social media. I feel like people are addicted to, you know, likes and comments. I feel like people are addicted to food. I feel like people are addicted to, um, like shopping. I feel like there are so many things that people are addicted to. And I think I heard a quote one time that said, um, damn it, it said, oh, shit, it just lost my, it just left my mind. But it was basically something like anything that causes, you know what I'm talking about? You said said this quote before, before. causes you to, um, fuck. I know, it was something about being alone with yourself or um, not, not keeps you from being with you. Basically, like like being with you and your sober mind or just by yourself, anything that keeps you is an addiction. And so I feel like that can be in so many things, whether it's drugs, alcohol, whatever. I think that people don't want to heal the truth, face who they are. Yeah. And when you use these things to escape with what's within you, then that's when it becomes super dangerous. Like, you said, oh, I had a stressful day. 
So instead of maybe journaling about it, I'm going to have a glass of wine. Yep. Or instead mm-hmm. of maybe praying yep. about it, I'm going to go smoke some weed. Or yep. instead of, you know what I mean? And I think that's where the danger comes in is self-medicating and replacing healing with that mm-hmm. thing. That. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And here's a challenge for everybody who hears this. And this is something that I started to do is to work out without music. It's so hard. I've tried it so many times. And so if mm. you can Ooh, it's if hard. You do it once or twice a week. Yeah. To work out without music. Just in silence. Yeah. And just hear your thoughts. Yep. I would probably and cry. Another yep. challenge is to have a cutoff time for the phone where we put our phones down. If it's 10 p.m., 11 p.m., based on your life and your schedule. And then also to set a timer on your social media. So every day I went into Instagram and I set a timer so it'll pop up on Instagram and their little colorful wheel, it spins and it says time to close Instagram. Mm. Just to remind me. And even my 15-year-old son, he's into rap music now. I make him go work out without music sometimes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he's like, Dad, I'm not going to be able to do it. And I say, well, if you can't do it, then that's a problem. That's a problem. Because if you can't be at peace with you, If you got to drown out your thoughts, if you can't hear, I'm tired, I want to quit, and you can't overcome that, it's going to destroy you. Wow. And so we have to start fighting the fight Yeah, to have more control in our lives. And I think that's what's going to have, that's going to change our relationships. Because right now, a lot of women don't know, or maybe y'all do, but most men today are addicted to porn. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's been the case. I feel that, and I feel like that while. is not something that people talk about. Yeah, they don't. People yeah. don't talk about it. Yeah, and I, I went to work with a team, a basketball team, and it's a, at a Christian university, so I was I could talk about God, and I challenged them to stop watching porn. Mm-hmm. And the coach came up to me. He was like, "Tony, you're the first speaker." Wow. In my 16, 17 years of coaching, that has ever mentioned that. Wow. And I said, "You know why, coach?" Because as men, we want to be comfortable with what we do in the dark. And it's okay. Everybody we, does it. or my, Right. Yep, we yep. don't want to challenge Ooh, ourselves Jesus. in the dark. Mm. And so that's why I challenge men and women to stop masturbating. Mm. Go through how, a season for, where for you... For how long? What, how long? <laughs> no, I'm asking right. a question. I'm well, saying, see, well, how long is this the, the season? Thing. This is the thing. I'm not addicted. Go through, go through the season. Okay, what's the season, and then Tony? <laughs> Get the you like how long is, is a season, season a day or is a season a week? You do set you do seven days easy okay okay <laughs> well, and then I, you that. you do another seven days and you keep going and what you're gonna realize is you know what this isn't something that I need is something I want mm, okay but what you're also doing is you tapping into a level of self control mm, and yeah, discipline and discipline and that's when you ex- my biggest breakthroughs came when I stopped masturbating. Mm. And I tapped into that level of self-control and discipline. Yeah. Because it's so normal for a man, especially when you get in a relationship, if your woman got a headache, she got a stomachache, yep, yep. her period on, yep. you'll just take care of yourself. And I thank God I never watched porn. I know exactly what it is, what it looked like. I have seen it, mm-hmm. but I've never sat like, down and just indulged right, in it. Right, right, right. And the reason being is because I grew up around addiction. And seeing aunts and uncles addicted to drugs and alcohol. So I understood that you the could power have an addictive addiction. personality. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I stay away from it. But I challenge us as people yeah. to tap into self control. Mm-hmm. And then 
utilize that in business yeah and utilize that in your relationships Mm -hmm. because see the thing about it is anything that we do that is a form of addiction it gives us a release Mm -hmm. and all it is is just our brain dumping into our bloodstream Mm. okay dopamine or Mm -hmm. oxytocin and so what happens is you could be repelling your husband because he sees a spirit of lust on you because your inner your interactions with him is different because you're getting an orgasm from your battery operated mm. device. Yikes. And so now your energy is different. <laughs> and and you might it might even steal from you because it may take that piece of you that would make a man attracted or make a man have that <laughs> Tony natural here fucking up everybody that's shit. crazy it's like Jesus it steals from you that's wild the, the, the same thing of having a a male best friend it's like he he unbeknownst to the woman feels the role of a man yeah so now you really aren't Oof. even open to seeing who's seeing you because subconsciously the role is filled Lord, and so Lord. we gotta we gotta start cleaning up in our life Ooh. and looking and say it's what, what place are you holding it's time to do some spring cleaning so what if somebody's listening to this and including me Tony I need it too <laughs> I already know you need it I know I know I, I need it I see it on you I need it I literally could see it on you I know I need it but Ooh. I'm saying where does this person start where do we start what's step one what is my step one after this conversation what do I do so so what you gonna have to what do what is your website how do I sign up for is, coaching is, now I can't sign up for coaching with him because he's gonna okay. no 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 you are you <laughs> I need a coach to, that don't know me you I have need a coach. to you have to take inventory in your life okay and you okay. have to evaluate everything in your life and you have to ask yourself mm. what is this serving what is this doing and why lord and do i really need it do i need it and then you evaluate and after you evaluate you promote you demote or you terminate okay because you are the ceo of your life mm. okay mm. okay and okay that's good. So mm. when you look at masturbation, if you look at if you look at masturbation, if you look at pornography, if you look at weed or hookah or cigarettes, anything in your life that is feeding you, you got to get to the root of why. Okay. So what we need is we need good food, we need water, and we need sleep, and then we can use exercise. But after that, we have to evaluate. Mm, what, what is do, this doing for me and if i do this every day all day is it gonna help me or hurt me mm-hmm. wow and when you start to look at things like that wow. then you start to realize what's really needed mm-hmm. and what's not and you start to clean up your life but we live in a society that's so comfortable with mediocrity oh for sure mm-hmm. and mediocrity despises mediocrity despises greatness mm-hmm. like it it like they say good is the enemy of great yeah mm-hmm. and it's because oh you think you better than me oh you can't hang out with us oh you can't be around us because you don't do this this and this mm-hmm. and I, i'll tell you too even challenge yourself to not use profanity I know. And that's, that's a go sign. through the season. That's a sign that's for a sure. Sign for mom sure. Keeps Your mom keeps me. telling that. Telling She's like, you need to just tell me you're coming in the season where you got yep. to. Yep. I agree. That's Sometimes a, a good. Because when you think about it, it's like this. We <laughs> it call. Feels good. We call 
and it's a release. Mm -hmm. And it's a release based on what you're lacking mm -hmm. or what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. But a curse word is profanity. Yeah. Which comes from profane. Mm -hmm. But yet what we see as good or the Holy Spirit or mm -hmm. any good is sacred. Mm. And you cannot mix the sacred with the profane. Jesus, and it's called Shoot. a it's called a curse word Darn for a reason. It, it, and so we all say that's a curse word. Yep, and that's why we don't want our kids to use it. Yep, mm -hmm. at five years old and eight years old. So in essence, when we curse, we're cursing our life. Wow, because it changes our energy because it feels good. Wow, and so now we're mixing the sacred with the profane, and we're saying that we want good to come to us, but mm. we're profane. And so in order for a man to be a faithful man, a 100% faithful man, he has to elevate to a certain level of thinking. And men Jesus. at that level of thinking do not want a woman who curses, who gets drunk, or who smokes. Why are you looking at me? No, I, she <laughs> I think, turned her head. She I'm turned her head. I'm just but, kidding. But I'm, He's like, be Simone. But yeah. I, but I'm telling the truth. Single because, Sally. <laughs> and, and this is on average. We say that there are exceptions to the rule. And a lot of women say, oh, well, my man faithful. And it's like, for one, no woman knows if a man is faithful. Wow. Because my wife, she know I'm supposed to be doing a podcast right now, but I don't have to be doing a podcast. Wow. I wow. could be having sex right now. Wow. She no man. woman knows if a man is faithful. Wow. Because cheating is so easy. Mm. And it can be so quick. It takes five minutes. Like a thief in the night. I had a fiance before my wife. It really was a girlfriend, but I used to ask every woman to marry me. So I said, <laughs> How many fiance. Did you propose to? All of them. It just was something I, I did after said, two weeks. And so <laughs> I literally said, hey, I'm going to the store. Weeks. I said, I'm going to the store. I went down the street to my ex-girlfriend's house. I said, hey, I'm coming to your house. I walked in. She walked straight to the bed. We had sex in five minutes. I got up and I walked out and Jesus. I was back to the apartment in less than 25 minutes. Jesus. And and that's the true story. Well, did you story. bring anything back from the store? I don't even think I brought nothing back from the store. I probably brought some milk or some or soda or something, but it literally was under 25 mm. minutes. And here's the thing. This woman had not seen me. She knew I went off to college to play football and she didn't even ask no questions. Mm. Like she didn't even have to sit there and talk. Mm. And she was not a loose woman. I'm the one who she gave her virginity to. So I say this to say that it is so easy for a man to cheat. That it literally mm. is like this. And so that's why when women always make these arguments, oh, well, my man, he get high every day and he faithful to me, sister. All right, girl. Sister, <laughs> yeah. you'll be surprised. And then a lot of women think they man is faithful with all of their issues and they forget that faithfulness takes morals because mm, that's yeah. a moral yeah. act. Yeah, that's character. So if yeah. your man scamming, he definitely not faithful. If your man is getting high, it's a high possibility he's not being faithful. Mm -hmm. If your man get drunk on just random days, it's a high possibility he's not faithful. If mm -hmm. he's doing anything illegal, nine out of ten times, he's not faithful. Jesus. And the, the <laughs> one out of ten that's faithful is because his thing too little or he just don't have options. Mm -hmm. But if itch. a man don't have morals, you really can't have good love. And that's what our society, our generation needs to understand. Like, so what do we do? 
This, I need to date a mom. Lord. The, this the thing. This the thing. What I tell women all the time. Mm, mm, mm. Because you are the receiver. Because you are the recipient. Because we have to get on one knee and say, will you marry me? Mm, mm, mm. God has given the woman all power. Mm. But the woman does not know she has the power. How, how do mm. women find their power? I need well, I'm going to tell you what women have tonight. to do is women have to listen to the voices that are pure, that are speaking life and stop arguing because here I am married and faithful. Both of y'all look pretty and I ain't tried to hit on neither one of you and I never will. But when I talk, women argue with me. Mm. That ain't true. Tony, that ain't true. Mm. Uh, my man faithful. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, I'm telling you mm. that I know what I know. And if women would wow. just hear the honest voices, and it ain't a whole lot yeah. of them out there, yeah. and just realize your power. Mm. And I tell women all the time, if all <laughs> women said a man has to cut off his right foot to have sex with us, every man will be one-legged. For sure. Because we do, they we, saw it off with sure. their freaking teeth. <laughs> but but no woman, no woman believes that. But when you listen to successful men who are married, every one of us say, "I owe my success to my wife." Yep, mm, I yep. would not be who I am, yep. where I am yep. without my wife. Wow. So when women understand their power, and when women go back to their righteous mind. Not their diluted, diverted, perverted mind. But go back to your righteous mind to where when you first started to envision love, Mm. did it make sense to you Mm. to have a man who gets high every day? Mm. Did it make sense to you to have sex on the first night? Mm. Did it make sense to you to share your man with another woman? Mm. Mm -hmm. All Mm -hmm. of these Mm -hmm. things come from perversion. (sighs) But when you go back to your purity, to your innocence, to the beginning... And you look at what you thought you wanted, you got to stay with that. Wow. Because if you stay with that, guess what? He exists. Yep. Mm. Because no man is a man until he meets a woman. And what I mean by that is we elevate based (laughs) on what is required of us. So if my wife didn't require elevation, I would have stayed in the streets. Wow. And that's what we have to understand. Wow. Okay, so when people say, who is Tony? You say, pastor. (laughs) You don't um, say author. You say pastor. Evangelist. Right. Holy, holy, holy. Lord, have mercy. I'm, I'm trying to be a servant. And, and I'm going to tell you, it's painful. It's hard. It sure is. I, I went through a season last year that I thought me and my wife were going to go through a divorce. Wow. Because I was so in a space of wow. just the weight of the world was on me. Mm-hmm. Because when you're living right and you're doing right and you a voice and you represent right and can't nobody mm-hmm. find fault. Yep. That's when you attack spiritually more than anybody. Mm. And so I went into a space that it could have broke us because of what I was carrying. Mm. And I think that's what people have to understand about those of us who are in the light and we're speaking that we carrying more than most people yeah. understand. Yeah. And it's not about being perfect. It's about being an example. And as we learn, we teach. Mm. Are you gonna give us a book? What? what, what <laughs> hey, what I'm gonna get y'all. What do a book. I need to start with out of twenty? I'm gonna get y'all a book. What's the first book for me? Tell me, I see it on you. Well, fix me, Tony. <laughs> <Get> <laughs> it. What, what fix I just what it. I spoke of. Uh, 
What I spoke of um, today is in my book called A Woman's Influence. No. And my wife, she wrote that one with me. She wrote like two or three pages at the end of each chapter. So cool. And we went through a space where she was like, man, I almost lost that version of me. Mm. And so I feel like that's what most women today don't realize their level of influence. Right. Right. In the a positive power. light. Yeah, in mm-hmm. a positive light. Dancers know it. Mm. Escorts know it. They know their influence and their power. But outside of that, a woman feel like, oh, I have no power, so I got to let my man cheat on me. And I got to let him do what he want to do. Wow. I, I, I literally don't. I, I'm, <laughs> I never, am... She's never at a loss for words, actually, ever. Well, y'all tired, y'all. Been feeling <laughs> no, right. it ain't that. It ain't that. I'm it just, is not that. It's not. It's the level of, um, I think, transparency and just rawness. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't get a lot of people that are unapologetically speaking truth yeah. and not sugarcoating, sugarcoating it. it. Yeah. And just being like, no, like. Y'all need to step it up. This is Men what it is. Step it like, up. I'm yeah. not going to. This is what I've experienced. This is what I know to be true. This yeah. is. What has been tried and tested, yeah. and no, like at the end of the day, this is what it is. You just don't get a lot of people yeah. that do that. Yeah, as you know, it reminds me of my mom a lot. Yeah, but she ain't put together like she, <laughs> she just says some shit to defend everybody. She's like, I can't be on the podcast because yeah. I'm, I'm like, you sure can't. You can't. You gotta give you a mom. Minute. So hey, listen, I know they're ready for us to wrap it up, but I, I wanted to let y'all know, and that's why I came out here to talk with y'all because you too will be at the helm of the shift in society Mm. and you will be a very vital part. And so more than anybody who sits on this couch with you, y'all need to band together and Mm. hold each other accountable Mm. and to grow to a level that you've never imagined before. Mm. Because you are being used. But see, what God is saying is, don't misuse me. He's saying, don't misuse my mm-hmm. name. He's saying, I'm calling you and I'm going to use you for something greater than you've imagined. But you got to be willing mm-hmm. to change. You got to be willing to let go and you got to be willing to grow. Because the voices will be few mm-hmm. where we going. Mm-hmm. And we have to understand that. And that's mm-hmm. why oh, that's real. I flew out here to sit Thank with y'all. Crazy. Thank y'all you. Got, y'all got forgiven. <laughs> <definitely here. laughs> the way you articulated that, I felt that. Like I feel that um that drive and that that responsibility. Responsibility. Yeah. I feel that responsibility. It feels very um it feels very weighty. Like sometimes like a um like a pressure. Mm-hmm on your chest like you feel this responsibility and it's hard to put into words because you don't really know what that responsibility you don't is know. you just feel it you know you feel i don't know you just feel it i don't know how to express mm-hmm. it but it definitely feels like a responsibility but he- that we even hearing, hearing a black it. man's hand like yeah. that you know yeah. Like you see in that in us and that that's literally what we strive for every single day. Yeah. And just hearing that coming from you is like 
we're in the right place at the right time. We're doing the right thing and it's baby steps and we heal and grow and evolve. It's almost like a rush for it, but it's I an urgency. It's an yeah, urgency. there's this. Ur- that's what it is. It's like an urgency. Like sometimes it has the potential of allowing my brain to confuse it with an anxiety attack because that's how it feels. It feels like that, like the beginning of an mm. anxiety attack. But I know that it's an urgency. Mm-hmm. Like there's this like urgency that God is putting in us like come on like to Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. and I said that before like it's like this now thing and this conversation was just a reminder that like higher higher and it's higher it's what you want to do already do it yeah you know just even with the little things like yeah stop cussing stop Stop we've been talking about that that for so long you know, just the, the little, and the little things aren't little, but you know, I just appreciate that the way you articulated that, like, I appreciate that. And I, I love you for that. And I thank you for coming yeah, on for our sure. platform and saying that. Thanks you for know? reaching awesome. out for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Thank y'all for having me. That's it's great. been a pleasure. Thank you for coming. This conversation was great. I don't I'm even like, feel we, like it was long I enough. Know, I have like, so many more questions. I'm <laughs> like, you didn't bring a going. book. How long we talked? 30 minutes or? What? Hour. <laughs> She's uh, like five. an hour. <laughs> an hour went that too fast. long. That went. We need to do. Yeah, maybe we, we have to do a part two. We'll and do we, a part two. we should talk to you about the live show. Yeah, because oh. all them women, they That's need to. Huge, they need right. to know no, we that need to. there are great. I don't want women to give up hope on that. Mm-hmm. That there are great black men out there, and I think a lot of women are like excuse my language. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know, like forget yeah. it. Like I'm over it. Whatever. Yeah. And they just. The bar is like Brittany Renner said, the bar is in hell because mm-hmm. it's just like, it is what it is. I'm going to stay yeah. right here and I'm going to take what I can get. And I want women to hear from the black man that they felt that they could have in eighth grade, mm-hmm. the love that they could have in eighth grade, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. exists. Mm-hmm. And not, and not, I think what we're, where we are now is like people are, love is the afterthought. It's like, you want all these other things, and if I happen to get love in it, cool, then cool. But that ain't really what I'm looking for, mm-hmm. you know. And that's just sad. It mm-hmm. sucks that that's where we are. That mm-hmm. that's where we've allowed ourselves to be conditioned to. It's like, no, I need a nigga with money mm-hmm. that can do this, that can mm-hmm. pay my bills, put me on, give me an LLC, this, this, that. And if that. I like them, I need to be <laughs> popping. And if I happen to, to like, like you, and fall cool, in love, cool. Mm-mm. But I know he's going to cheat. I know he's going to do this. I know he's going to do that. But as long as I have X, Y, and Z, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And it, If he has purpose, cool. If he knows God, <sighs> cool. Like, no, those like, things come first, you know? So thank you for coming. Yeah. Before we go, though, we do have our last question. After this conversation, what do you know for sure? K-N-O-W. What do you know for sure? And what are you saying no to for sure? A hard no, a non-negotiable. What I know for sure is that the three of us at least are voices of the new movement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that we'll be leaders on this next phase. Mm -hmm. Yep. And what I'm saying no to is spread myself too thin Mm -hmm. and not having boundaries in the sense of not going where I know I'm not called to go. Mm, yeah, that's good. And that's going to be, you know, tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I know for sure. There we go. <laughs> that it is time to let go of some of my childish ways. <laughs> <laughs> I know for sure it's time to elevate. And those little inklings, the things, you, you know, that's like, oh, okay, I, I know I'm supposed to. It's time to just start doing it. Start having the more self-control. Start having more discipline and start really executing what you, how you know you can. You know, if I can be an entrepreneur, I can make a million dollars, I can stop overeating. If I can be an entrepreneur and have three, run three businesses, three LLCs, and get real estate and be Simone Beauty and have my podcast, I can stop cussing. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I can do that, I can do this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, applying that discipline and, and self, self-love to every aspect of my life. And I'm going to tell you, most people will not want to see y'all grow. Yeah. And most people will not want to see y'all change. Yeah. Because you know what something is doing to you. Mm-hmm. And you know what something is closing, mm-hmm. what doors it could be closing. But when you say, I'm going to change this, people say, oh, no, don't do that. I like you. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. you with a filthy mouth. I like mm-hmm. you cursing mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. curse. I love when you smoke. Oh, that's mm-hmm. why. That's how we hang out. We, we smoke. Mm-hmm. What you mean you're going to stop smoking? People do not want to see you grow yeah. and change yeah. because your acceptance of mediocrity makes them feel comfortable mm, yeah. in their mediocrity. Yeah. So we have to understand that. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what, do I, what am I saying no to? I don't know. I, I feel like there are a lot of things that I'm going through in my head, like taking inventory of the things that I really just don't need in my life and just being more um intentional about that but I'm still thinking about like a no I probably am gonna say what I know for sure is that it's a journey and that you know being aware is probably the biggest thing just being aware of it and having the knowledge of you know or being intentional about doing better yeah you know be intentional about saying dang it when I want to say, damn it, you know, and just like being more intentional about doing those things. Um, but no, I don't have like a no yet. I don't know. Like K-N-O-W? A N-O-W. Oh, an N-O, a yeah. hard no. Yeah, I, I don't have, have one either. Yet, but Okay. But yeah, this is great. Thank you for coming. You got it. Awesome. Yeah. Are you coming to the live show? Say it on the mic. Yes, I'm coming okay. to the live show, Lord willing. February 22nd. February 22nd. Oh my, is that a confirmation? <laughs> We got a verbal. We got a verbal. On camera. On, y'all get that? Zoom in on his yes. Okay, great. And he's going to have books for us. Books. Y'all got to remind me, like, right before I'm about to leave. Books. Tony, okay. Get your books. books. Get your okay. books. Thank you for coming. Um, yeah. Where can the people find you before we get out of here? Tony Gaskins everywhere. YouTube, okay. Instagram. Okay. Um, We don't do Facebook. Ironically, my Facebook has more than my Instagram, but people don't do it okay so instagram and youtube okay cool thank you for coming you guys this was another amazing episode of the no for sure podcast y'all before we go (laughs) carla just held up a sign (laughs) i'm like the no for sure podcast (laughs) check out our patreon um go to patreon you guys for extra exclusive content bts behind the scenes all the goodies um that you don't get on youtube and on you know the audio so go to patreon patreon is no for sure pod check it out make sure you subscribe we love our chain gang they get everything first y'all was so mad y'all didn't get the vip tickets to the show we only had 100 vip tickets and it was gone on patreon chain gang took it so we'll see y'all at the live show february 22nd i'm b simone megan ashley and we love you guys thank you so much bye see you next week 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Know For Sure podcast. Make sure you keep the conversation going and use our hashtag KnowForSurePod. Yes, we want to see you guys share the hashtag KnowForSurePod on all social media platforms. We want to keep the conversation going. And follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, KnowForSurePod.